This week's Parsha is Parsha Shlach, with the uh, very famous and uh, sad story in the Torah, the story of the spies, the Meraglim, that Moshe Rabbeinu sent. Right, The Jewish people were on the way um, to Eretz Yisrael. Hashem promised that they would be able to go to Eretz Yisrael and conquer Eretz Yisrael and make it the homeland of Klal Yisrael forever. And Moshe Rabbeinu goes ahead and sends 12 spies, one leader from each tribe, from each Shevet, and they go up to Eretz Yisrael and they come back and they say basically that uh, mission impossible, there's no way we're going to be able to conquer that land. Uh, Ten out of the twelve say that and the Jewish people believe them and they express their lack of faith in Hashem and His ability to bring them into Eretz Yisrael. And ultimately they're punished <coughs> that for the next 40 years they're going to be in the desert, all of that, na- that generation is going to die out. And it's only their children who are able to go up and conquer Eretz Yisrael 40 years later under Yehoshua. The story of the spies and the lesson of the spies is a very powerful one um, because it's something very practical and that affects all of us. Um, all of us have missions in this world given to us by Hashem. All of us are shluchim. We're messengers or emissaries that come down into this world in order to affect this world, in order to make this world a better place, a holier place, a kinder place. Um, and we do that through carrying out many different missions throughout our life, um, spreading goodness, kindness, and holiness around ourselves, in our, whether it's in our communities or in our families or with, in our workplace or with acquaintances and friends or wherever we come in contact to. And there are times when we feel that we can't accomplish what we're meant to. There are times that we have a mission in front of us or something that we feel we have to do, but it seems mission impossible for whatever reason. And the story of this parsha is the story of faith in Hashem, that if Hashem sent us to this world and He gives us these missions, and He gives, so therefore He also gives us the ability to accomplish whatever we need to. And that's in a nutshell what this story tells us to each and every one of us. But to look at it a little bit more in detail and see perhaps what are some of the difficulties that we perceive and what the answer to them is, so I want to look a little more in detail into the Parsha and see a very beautiful idea that the Rebbe expresses and see how that relates to us as well. So we said that it was, there were was 10 spies who came back and they had the negative report with a lack of faith. There were two of them, which was Yehoshua, who was going to be Moshe's successor, and Kolev ben Yefuna. Those two came back strong in their amuna, strong in their faith, and they challenged the other 10, though they weren't listened to. So the Pasuk says that when the ten spies were talking about how difficult it will be to conquer Eretz Yisrael, <coughs> Kolev stands up and says, Vayahas Kolev el Moshe. Kolev made everyone quiet to listen, and he was going to talk about Moshe. And the way Rashi explains, he says that Kolev saw the mood of the people, the anger of the people, and he saw that he couldn't just argue with them. So he employed a tactic. And he gets up and says, Is this all that Moshe Rabbeinu did for us? or did to us. In other words, it sounded like he was also going to add complaints against Moshe and Moshe bringing them up from Mitzrayim. So everyone quieted down to hear what Kalev says. And then Kalev continued and he says, he says, didn't Moshe Rabbeinu split for us the sea? Didn't Moshe Rabbeinu bring down for us the mun? Didn't Moshe Rabbeinu give for us the, the slav, which is the fatty bird to eat? Of course, whatever he says, we'll be able to do. So, you, so Kalev chooses to talk about three things that Moshe Rabbeinu did for the Yidin. 
he split the sea and gave them the mun and gave them the slav. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu did many things to the Jewish people, uh, starting with taking them out of Mitzrayim, and yet, Kaliv doesn't make mention of all the other things. He pinpoints these three things that Moshe did, again, splitting the sea, bringing them the food, the mun, and bringing them the bird, the slav. Why these three things particularly? So the way the Rebbe explains it, he says, when you look at the, when you look at the statements of the Miraglim, when they were saying why we would not be able to conquer Eretz Yisrael, you can really break it down to three points that they made as well. The first point they said is that it's a very powerful nation in the land of Israel, or the land of Canaan at the time. Efes ki az ha'om. The nation that's there is very mighty, and therefore we won't be able to conquer them. Then they also mention that Amalek is there. Now, Amalek wasn't in the actual land, but it was around the land. But they mention Amalek, who we know was, you know, arch enemy number one of the Jewish people throughout. And then they also mention that there is na- there's powerful nations that are on the way into Israel, by the Yardin, by the sea. Um, and because of them also, we won't be able to cross over into the land of Israel. So again, three points that they made. First of all, the nation within Canaan, within Israel, is powerful. There's also Amalek there. And there's also the nations that are there on the way that won't let us cross over into, into Eretz Canaan. What is the idea behind these three points that they made? So, so again, and the Rebbe says the following. He says, when a person is thinking, I can't accomplish something, even though they know that Hashem told them to do it, there could be three forms of logic employed here, three, three thoughts that make a person think, I can't accomplish. One is because the mission itself is too difficult. And that's the idea that the nation in Israel is too powerful. Um, you know, we're supposed to conquer them, but they're just, they're just very, very powerful. So sometimes we actually think about the mission itself, and we think that is a mission impossible, it's too hard for me to accomplish what I have to. Sometimes we say, you know, the mission itself might not be too hard, especially because Hashem told me to do that, but there's technical difficulties. I could do the mission, but there are side things, there's technical difficulties that don't allow me to get to do the mission. So therefore I can't do it, not because the mission is difficult, but because of the technical difficulties in the way. That's expressed by that statement that there's nations sitting on the way going into Israel, they'll never even let me get there. Of course, if we would be able to fight the people there, we would accomplish what Hashem said to take care of them, but there's technical difficulties that don't let me get to it. A third form of thinking is, true, Hashem gave me the ability to accomplish whatever I have to, and therefore I would be able to, but because of my lack of belief in Hashem, because of me not being the way I'm supposed to, therefore I might not have the abilities to do that. I messed up. I don't have the proper amuna. I don't have the proper faith. I'm not holy enough, I'm not special enough, so therefore I'm not worthy for Hashem's protection, and that's why I won't be able to accomplish it. And that's expressed by them saying that Amalek is there on the way. Because we learned earlier in Chumash that Amalek did attack the Jewish people, and Amalek was somewhat successful in their attacks to the Jewish people. And the Pasuk says there, that was because of a lack of a moon on the part of the Jewish people. Because they weren't perfect in their faith to Hashem, they questioned Hashem's being with them, that's why Amalek was able to attack them. So what the Miraglim are telling the Jewish people here is, you know, Amalek is here. Meaning, your Amunah is not that great, your faith is not that great, 
um, exhibited by the very fact that you asked for spies. That means you didn't really believe in Hashem's ability to miraculously take you into Israel. So therefore, you've lost your protection. And as such, remember, Amalek is there, you're going to be in trouble. So really, again, in summation, there's three arguments that we might have why we may not be able to do our mission. A, the mission itself is too difficult. The people are too strong. B, the, there's technical difficulties in order to be able to get to do my mission. C, I'm not worthy of Hashem's protection in accomplishing my mission. And to negate and to answer all of these three thoughts, Yeshua mentioned those three things. He says, Hashem split for us the sea. That was mission impossible. You had the entire Egyptian army behind us, ready to wage battle with us. We were, they were totally, we were out, you know, we were out, uh, they were much greater than us, mightier than us. And Hashem took care of the thing. Hashem won that war for us without us lifting a finger. So there's no such thing as mission impossible. Secondly, you're concerned that it's a technical thing. Hashem just promised us success in the mission, but not the technical things to get to the mission. It says, remember the mun that Hashem gives us in the desert. Hashem never said He's going to feed us in the desert. He said He's bringing us to Israel. But if we have to get to Israel, Hashem gives us whatever we need in order to get there as well. He takes care of all the technicalities. He doesn't just promise us success in the, in the ultimate goal. He takes care of all the steps until that point as well. And finally, you're thinking maybe you're not worthy because you didn't express fullest belief in Hashem. Think of those, the birds that, that Hashem gave us, the meat that Hashem gave us, when we asked for it, even though we weren't asking correctly. As we learned earlier in Chumash, the Jewish people had plenty of meat on their own, plenty of animals, and yet they asked for more meat, and Hashem gave them the bird anyway. He gave them extra. Because Hashem takes care of us, even if we're not perfect in our behavior as well. And that's why Yeshua talked about these three things. And of course, practically speaking to us, all of these three things are so, they're so acute and they're so applicable. Because again, when we sometimes get scared off, sometimes we were frightened by our missions, and sometimes we feel that we can't succeed in what we set out to do, and we, we employ all of these three. Sometimes we think the mission is too difficult, sometimes we think that there might be technical difficulties that don't let us accomplish what we need to. And finally, sometimes we think we're not worthy of heavenly help in accomplishing what we need to. And the story of the Miraglam is that all of these thoughts are incorrect. And if Hashem gives us a mission and Hashem sends our neshama down into this world, Hashem enables us and gives us whatever necessary energies, whatever necessary koiches we need to accomplish our missions and all the technical difficulties in the way to take care of. And even if we're not fully worthy, Hashem is with us and promises us success. We just have to have that faith and that knowledge that nothing can stand in the way of a person who's set to do Hashem's will and make this world a better and holier place. Agut and Shabbos.